Welcome to Healthline 3. I'm Jade Belexa. June is Cataract Awareness Month and joining me now, we have a familiar face here. <laughs> Hello everyone. Hey Jade. And Jerry May came back to us, but as a patient, <laughs> he's along with Drs. Weiss Colvin III and Christopher Shelby of WKI Institute. And I thank all of you guys for being here today. Yeah, thanks for having yeah, us. For Some having important us. information to share. Let's, let's start with Dr. Colvin. Tell us about cataracts, what are they? You know, it's a clouding of your natural lens that occurs over time, and when it gets to the point where you're not getting a sufficient amount of light to the back of the eye, you need cataract surgery to, to remove that cloudy lens and put a clear lens in its place. And, you know, there's a lot of different types of lenses, and most of the advancements made in cataract surgery have been around lens technology and our ability to refine the results, to do what I call refractive cataract surgery. People say, what is that? How is it different from just regular cataract surgery? Well, it has a dual purpose, and the dual purpose is to not only remove the cloudy cataract, but also put you in good focus without glasses. And, um, you know, I want to hear about Jerry's surgery. We've had the light adjustable lens has been around for a couple of years. We use it in specific cases, but, um, you know, I want to hear about your experience with it. I'm, I'm interested. In, were you in monovision contacts before? I is was that? multifocal contact you had multifocal lenses. Contacts? So, so we're okay. in contact lenses and eyeglasses. Um, and I, I had a little bit of, of cataract growth. I, my age starts with a six. So I had a little bit of cataract Yeah, you had a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the, by, with the laser surgery, they got rid of what cataract growth that I had. And then they, uh, Dr. Shelby implanted uh, the light adjustable lenses, both my eyes, to correct my vision. And it's been unbelievable uh, the way I can see now. Uh, I don't need the, any glasses at all, really, or my contacts. I have eyes like when I was a little boy right now. So it's, it's just amazing. They were able to, the light adjustable lens, after they implant them, then you go in for some follow-up sessions with light therapy, they call it, a little, about a minute long session, and they fine tune your vision to get uh, your, just right. I, I mean, I can see perfectly. It's, it's unbelievable the way, I mean, I can see pretty good right after the lenses were put in, but then they tweak and make them even better and uh, I can see uh, near and far, fantastic. That's amazing. Yeah. Dr. Shelby, how does it work? So the, the, the lens is made out of a silicone polymer and that polymer reacts to a certain wavelength of light. And so what we do, of course, we, uh, we shoot for Plano, meaning that, you know, okay, we're trying to give good distance vision or, or do a little monovision. And we go ahead and put the lenses in. We allow patients to heal for about three weeks. And after that third week, then we'll do, okay, what's better one or two? You know, you go in for a refraction to get your glasses uh, checked. And when we get that refraction, we can actually put it into the, the light machine from the, the light adjustable lens. And we program those numbers in, dilate the eye, and then like Jerry was saying, we shine a light on there for about anywhere between 60 and 90 seconds. And that refraction, <coughs> that light pattern changes those little polymers within the lens itself so we can make these fine adjustments. It's actually pretty cool. <laughs> and it's, it's been around for a little while, and, and this is, is somewhat of a second generation to where it's not affected by UV light from the outside. Of course, Jerry, you know you had to wear those, those glasses mm -hmm. inside and outside for a few weeks afterwards mm -hmm. just to prevent the ambient lighting, like in here, but especially outside, from affecting the lens itself. And then once we've got it tuned in to where, you know, Jerry says, hey, this is perfect, I love this, then we lock it in. So we do a couple of treatments to where it locks that lens into place. Mm -hmm. And the nice thing is, is we can do that without having to do further refractive surgery. 
So generally, if we'd put a uh, maybe a multifocal or a toric lens in, and it, as that lens heals in, if there's a little res refractive surgery, uh, a refractive error, like you've got some astigmatism or nearsightedness or farsightedness, then we simply do LASIK afterwards. And being able to do the light adjustable, we can make those adjustments without having to uh, make a flap on the eye or use a laser. It's pretty cool. What made you choose the LALL type of surgery? The L the light adjustable lens. Yeah. There you go. Well, it was just it, you know I went in um, for the consultation, figured out what was going on with my vision, what we could do to correct it, and it was just to me just clearly the best option um, for me for my situation. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, I'm just glad that they offered uh, this latest technology there and um, went for it. It was great. Mm -hmm. And at, at what point did you feel like you needed this type of surgery? You know, I could have gotten along with uh, contacts and eyeglasses, you know, the rest of my life. But this is just so much better. I mean, you wake up you can see, <laughs> you know, and, and, and never having to mess with the contacts or adjusting glasses or anything. Um, it, it's, it's just, uh, I would just recommend it to, to anyone who's kind of tired of the glasses and, you know, the contacts, you know, give, give it a shot. Uh, it's, it's, it's absolutely painless, absolutely, completely painless, and, and you, you come away seeing uh, perfectly crystal clear. Mm, that's incredible. So I just recommend it to everyone. Yeah, absolutely. And if you guys have questions, don't forget you can call at 318-219-4569. And if you guys could, um, Dr. Coleman, I'm going to ask you, how safe is this type of surgery? Uh, you know, it's a cataract surgery I think is the safest, most effective proce surgical procedure basically in the world. It's probably a cl close toss-up between LASIK and cataract surgery. Cataract surgery is a bit more invasive because you're going inside the eye. With LASIK, you're just operating on the surface of the eye. Um, but, you know, both of them are very safe. And there's a lot of crossover between the two now. You know, like your case is, a, is an interesting example where you've been in contacts and you've been in glasses and you're, and, and you're in this sort of... Um, weird age where if you were 35 we'd say LASIK would probably be the clear choice if you were uh, 75 cataract surgery would be a slam dunk you know there's we're not doing LASIK on somebody older than about 60 um, so you're sort of in that middle zone really leaning towards cataract surgery but as as lens based cat surgery gets better with with better lens technology and better process to give good outcomes to give glasses independent results there's a lot more overlap between them so commonly we say you know, look, somebody comes in for LASIK and they're in their 50s, 60s, and they don't have too much of a cataract yet, but maybe some. It, it still may be a better choice to just go ahead and do cataract surgery to achieve glasses independence and do it with one surgery uh, rather than doing it with two, rather than doing, I think the worst thing that can happen is, well, not the worst thing, but it's never an optimal thing to go have somebody who has LASIK. We see this a lot. They end up going to Dallas, getting LASIK done over there, and then they, they come back and they say, I don't see good a year or two later. Well, they had cataracts to start with. Mm. And so it's simpler to just to solve the problem with one procedure. And Jerry, if you would just kind of explain to me, um, basically before the surgery, what your sight was like versus afterwards. Well, I needed my contact lenses or my eyeglasses to, to see both near and far. I had I needed vision correction for both uh, near vision and far vision. So um, I, I was so happy to f find out that uh, I was able to correct 
you know, both my near and far vision with this procedure. I thought that if I went in before I, I met with the folks at WKI Institute, I thought, well, if you have, uh, I was led to believe that if you have some sort of vision correction surgery that, well, you're still going to need glasses to see near or, or something like that. Mm -hmm. but and I was I curious, don't. you know, Shelby, what was it? So the light adjustable lens is an interesting uh, concept. And this is the second generation of it, as he mentioned. So they had a generation that was out for several years. And, and the published results on it, we track our outcomes pretty tightly because you know we want to make sure that we're continuously improving over time. And when they said, what is the probability of a glasses independent result with the first generation light adjustable lens, it wasn't quite as good as we were doing with just a laser or cataract surgery and an intraoperative measurement. We were doing better than, they, than the published results of the version one light adjustable lens. They came out with version two. It appeared to be better. That's the reason that we have it now. And then the results seem to be better, more predictable, and more stable over time. But it's it's really ideal in people who've had previous refractive surgery. I'm curious, in your case, or in, in, in Jerry's case, what led you to, to go with light adjustable versus some of the other lens platforms? Because there's a lot of great options now. You know, mm -hmm. there's a lot of advertisement. You see TV ads around different particular lenses. But I think that the, that it's critical, the process, to say, what is better for this person based on their measurements and their their visual uh, goals post-op. I'm curious about what the thought process was and yep. what led you to the adjustable, Jerry. Well, because the, the so the, the nice thing about the new version of light adjustable lens is, is an extended depth of focus. So not a true multifocal where it's distance near intermediate. And it's a aspheric platform, meaning that you get a really sharp focus on the retina but you're able to see a range of vision. And so when we offset that just a little bit, uh, which we call monovision, almost like a mini monovision, you don't lose depth perception like you do with normal monovision, but you get this wide range of vision. And so with Jerry, that was the, we figured the, the ideal situation, especially because of his history of the multifocal contact lenses. And, and you know, even with the multifocal contact lenses, we're setting one for distance intermediate and one for distance near. So he was and already in a mini mono yeah, type Yeah, mini scenario. mono to, be, okay. to begin with. Yeah. And, and so. It's ideal for that. Yeah, it was perfect. Okay, we have a caller on the line. Charles, hello, how are you? What is your question? I can't see at night. Do I have cataracts? I need to have them checked. Okay. Uh, yeah, you know, you know, difficulty with night is probably one of the first signs of cataracts. You know, that and in general, uh, not seeing as well as you need to with your best glasses prescription. So, but you know, glare and halo around lights at night that's not corrected with your glasses prescription, that's a pretty classic sign of cataracts. So, did you say somebody had looked at your eyes yet or you need somebody to? Well, I, uh, when I'm driving at night, I just can't see real good. Uh, well, but, if you're uh, having trouble with your night I driving, yeah, if you're having trouble with your night driving, come in and let's do an exam because cataracts are a common cause of that. Now, it could be just that you need an yeah. update and a refined glasses prescription. Um, you know, and if I you can. You, uh, do y'all, uh, I'm sorry, do y'all, uh, did y'all place down there right there across the strong on each Yuri uh, Drive? That's it. That's Dr. Shelby's clinic. Yeah. Okay, uh, y'all just come in and have a check and all that, and they'll tell you what you need. Absolutely. Yeah, and, and if you're if you're close to our Portico clinic, call two one two three nine three seven, and tell them you talked to us on KTBS, and we'll get you in pretty quickly. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. 
And that was a good question from Charles, Dr. Shelby, uh, about um, what he was asking. Uh, he was talking about uh, having trouble seeing at night. What are some symptoms of cataracts? So, like Dr. Coleman was saying, the most common symptom we see early is issues with nighttime, especially nighttime driving, because you have to imagine that, that the cataract being a browning of your God-given lens, it does it slowly over time. And so what happens is, is that brown lens cuts out on light getting inside the eye, but it also scatters it. And so people find themselves like in dimmer situations, they can't read quite as well, so you gotta increase the lighting, you gotta go up in the power of, of magnification. At nighttime, it, there's just a lot of glare. And when it's darker, you can't see as well. You know, it's going from that light to dark adaptation. So the nighttime driving um, issues and trouble reading small print and dim situations, those are the two hallmark symptoms of, of cataract development. Mm. We have Janice on the line now. Janice, hello, hope you're having a, a good day. What question do you have for the doctors? Well, my left eye is it's, it's, it's just bad. They say, you know, help for it. And I've been hearing a lot of good things about Pyramid, and I love Pyramid. And I was trying to see if I could come in and just see if they could look at it and see if they could help me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you're talking about Willis Knight and Pyramid? Yeah, we're over right across yes. the street from Pyramid at the Portico, the yes. old Portico Shopping Center, right next to Monjunis. Uh -huh. And you, you call us, 212 3937. Uh -huh and we'll get okay. you in ASAP. Okay, thank you so much. All right, Janice, you're welcome. Thank you for calling. While we're talking about locations, you know, we have three locations, North, I'm at South, Dr. Shelby's at Pyramont. We all operate at North, so sort of whichever one's more convenient. Absolutely. Seems like everybody's calling from Piermont today. Yeah, maybe that's, <laughs> that's, that's the only place the power's on. Who knows? Yeah, that's probably right. <laughs> oh, <goodness. laughs> that's right. The only phones only work over there by Uri yeah, Drive. Yeah, I had so. to go shower at my office because the power was out of my house today. Yeah, well, I took a cold one. <laughs> <laughs> you got to do, do what you can. You got to do what you got to do. You know, I was like I was this. curious from your standpoint, Jerry. And I'm always, you know, we're on the other end of, of this deal doing the cataract surgery, and you know, say it's no big deal. Um, what was it? from their perspective, like the actual having the surgery done? Yeah, again, it was completely painless. Um, you know, I was, I, I just want to give for one thing, a shout out to the entire staff. Uh, these guys are fantastic, of course. And then Dr. Stephen Lewis uh, was uh, my eye doctor who talked me through the process and gave me my consultation and we settled on the light adjustable lens. And, uh, but everybody, the whole staff, they're, they're, they're so great and friendly and nice and, and just take uh, great care of you. We but, hear that uh, a lot. It's always good yeah. to hear. Yeah, it's good yeah, to hear. really, everybody that, that, uh, that I, you know, dealt with there. Um, but, you know, like I said, completely painless. Um, you guys just work magic. Do you remember it? Uh, yeah, most of it. Okay. I think I think I do. Some people do. I some people seeing, don't. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I remember seeing you know the laser doing its thing to remove the cataracts and and then the lens implantation. I'm a little I'm a little uh, little foggy there. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah, we, we like we like foggy. You know, that's that that <laughs> conscious sedation. You know, yeah. we give you enough medication to where you can respond to commands, but you just don't quite remember what's going on, and mainly you don't care. Mm -hmm. That's the key. Right. Right. I just completely put my trust in, in everybody there, and they, they took great care of me. And uh, then the, the uh, follow-up sessions with the light therapy, just a piece of cake. You just you look into the gadget, and, and, and uh, the doctor does his thing with the, with the light to, to fine-tune the vision, and you're out of there. 
and um, the whole process just took a matter of a few weeks. Yeah, and speaking of follow-up, what happens at the follow-up appointments following the surgery? We know day one is pretty simple. We usually, we usually like see people one day after just to make mm -hmm. sure the eye pressure is good. The wounds, we make small two millimeter or less wounds into the eye. We want to make sure those are sealed and they almost always are. Um, and then, so that's simple, that's very quick. And, you know, of course the vision tends to get slowly better after that. You know, most people see pretty good day one, but it, then it tends to get better. I guess that was similar to your experience. Um, mm -hmm. uh, usually people's, if you're doing something like a, light, like a light adjustable lens at three to four weeks is where that lens is, is, is scarred into its final position. The lens implant can still move a little bit uh, from one day after the surgery out to three or four weeks. At three or four weeks, it's in its final position. You can check what the prescription is, and then basically you enter that in the machine. That's what we use the UV light in the machine to adjust the actual refractive power of the lens material itself, and that's what can refine the focus, which is pretty cool <clears throat> when you're trying to do something like monovision, which is one eye at distance, one eye at near. You know, Jerry's a pretty tall guy, long arms. He doesn't need as much nearsightedness in the near eye to read because he can hold things slightly further away. But if someone short has short arms or light or prefers to read up close, you can you can dial that in and put the focal point at near at a closer distance and sort of tailor it to what they want. The same is true with a distance eye. You can refine the focus in it and get them in perfect focus at distance. And it's really ideal. Um, you know, it's it's great for monovision in general. Um, but it's really ideal for people who've had previous refractive surgery because those people have, we have a tough time historically hitting a target because their eyes have been reshaped by LASIK, PRK, previous RK surgery. And so it's harder to hit a perfect target with traditional lenses. The light adjustable is nice because it gives you the ability to just get close and then come back and refine it after the fact. So you have a higher probability of achieving glasses independence in those complex post-refracted patients. Mm -hmm. I, I can read my phone. I can read little text on my phone. Right there at Comfortably that like this. No problem. Very good. Little That's text. Yeah. You know, no problem. Whereas before I would have, you know, needed my glasses or, or my multifocal contact lenses in order to see text from this distance. So absolutely comfortable um, with and, uh, reading. And your, and reading your distance text. vision is excellent. Oh my gosh. I can, so I you know, can see the teleprompter from oh, here. I can <laughs> see stuff like a mile away. Or, or, or <laughs> I, I'm surprised at how well. I, I know I'm seeing things now in the distance that I wasn't seeing before with my glasses or contacts. It's oh amazing. My oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh yeah. The detail. We got to remember that you know the, the cataract is a, is a slow process over time. So it, it literally is like a glacier moving. You know, it's not like you wake up one day and you're like, oh, oh, it's time for cataract surgery. So you have these subtle changes, and what most people notice is, you know, yeah, yeah, I don't see quite as well as I used to, but the results from cataract surgery are instantaneous. So once we get that new lens in, people are like, oh my God, things are brighter, more colorful. Mm -hmm. As a pupil comes down, like Jerry said, it's amazing. They're like, wow, I didn't know I was supposed to see those details. Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, it's very vibrant. Yeah, the colors are better. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. It really is amazing what they can do. Yeah, we, we, we so, have the best job ever. So. Yeah, I mean, it's just, I imagine the the look on people's faces when they can really see again is, is just amazing. Yeah. Very true. It's, yeah, so mm -hmm. what advice would you give to people who are dealing with cataracts? Um, well, if it's affecting your vision, especially if you're driving, you're like, like I think uh, at least our first caller said, you, boy, you need to take care of that if you're going to be out driving, especially um, at night. But uh, it's just, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's a great um, quality of life 
thing, uh, just to be able to be free of the glasses and contact lenses and be able to see like you, you could when you were a child, you know, uh, with, with uh, you know, crystal clear. Uh, quality of life is what I would say and, and would recommend it to others who are, you know, tired of the glasses, even if you're, you know, kind of kind of older like me. <laughs> Go ahead and do it because it makes your life so much better. Do you think it's helping your golf game? Uh, no, there's no. <laughs> I can see the ball <laughs> going off course better now. No, uh, uh, no, no but but yeah, it, it's true. I mean, you need to, if I if I you know really connect with one, hit it a long way. Yeah, it's nice to be able to see that ball going down the the course. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, are there any advances in cataract surgery we should talk about today? So the you know cataract other advances we have you know of course the the lens X laser that we've been using for, for mm -hmm. quite a while we uh, a lot of our advances are in the lens technology you know the light adjustable lens is the the newest one that we have available and the the benefit of what we have is we have all the different technologies for the different types of eyes out there you know because not everybody is a candidate for the multifocal not everybody's a candidate for the toric or different lenses and and. The, the post-refractive patients, especially the post-RK patients, this technology is wonderful. You know, because the, the, the issue we used to have with RK patients was the variability in their results. They were then really nearsighted or really farsighted, and then it's very difficult to treat those uh, once the cataract surgery is done. And now with the, the light adjustable, it's a, a home run just about every time. Okay, and we have Charles on the line. Charles, hello to you. What's your question? Yeah, I was going to ask a while ago. Do they put you asleep when they do that surgery? So, you know, we don't put people completely to sleep. It's called conscious sedation, where basically you get some medicine through the IV to help you relax. When, when, you, when, when we think of put somebody to sleep, we think, you know, uh, do endotracheal intubation, put a tube down your throat, breathe for you. That's, it's not worth it in cataract surgery to do that. <laughs> You don't need to do that. It's too fast. It takes. It would take longer to put someone completely to sleep than it would to do the actual surgery itself. So, conscious sedation, some relaxing medicine through the IV, um, and and that's usually all that people need. I know we have a lot of people who are anxious about surgery, but we're able to give enough medicine to get you relaxed where you can make it through with not any discomfort. Uh, and typically, people who are anxious about the first surgery are excited about the second one because they realize it's not that big of a deal. And then uh, numbing drops is what we use, right? Uh, and the, at least in the lens implant part of it, right, Dr. Shelby? Yeah, yeah. We just we numb up the eye with some strong uh, numbing drops, and you know the eye is incredibly sensitive, but it's easy to anesthetize. So we just put drops in, and technically we could do the entire procedure with just drops and no sedation. Some people do that. Yeah. Hmm. I went for the sedation. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that was a really good question. Thank you, well, how Charles. Long that surgery how long will that surgery last, generally, the first time? You know, generally the results you achieve after cataract surgery are lifelong. Um, you know, you can have a small shift in your, in your prescription over time. That occurs over a period of decades, but they actually did a, a great study over a 30-year period for people uh, who had cataract surgery, you know, a long time ago before modern advancements in it, and basically, for the most part, the results that are achieved afterwards are, are, are stable over a 30-year period. All right, thank you, Charles. And the other question, um, 
curious to know the the actual surgery. How long does how long does it take? I mean, technically six to ten minutes. Oh wow, it doesn't That's take quick. long. So like when we took Jerry in, uh, we do the laser portion first, and which from the time we dock the eye, because we bring that laser down, we get some suction to hold the eye still. And you may or may not remember that. Mm -hmm. That's kind of the most, you know, people feel a little bit of pressure. It's not painful. And then the lasering takes, you know, in the, the magnitude of seconds. So it's about a minute process. Then we go into the operating room where we actually remove the cataract itself, take a few measurements and put the new lens in. And that takes less than 10 minutes. It's just amazing what technology can Isn't do. It? Yeah. Isn't it? Uh, they, they can explain it so much better uh, than, than I can, obviously. But yeah, it, it is amazing uh, what they do there at WKI Institute. Like I said, outstanding uh, doctors here and their whole staff. Just, just wonderful. Complete trust in them. Mm -hmm. And with June being Cataract Awareness Month, um, what else should people know uh, about cataracts and eye protection in general? Well, you know, I'm a big stickler for eye protection. I've probably got about 50 pairs of safety glasses <laughs> laying around my house. If my kids use a pair of scissors, they got to put on a pair of safety glasses <laughs> to do it. It's maybe a little bit ridiculous, but, you know, we've seen it all. Uh, the, you know, it's, in general, I think the message is, is that if you, if you have blurry vision, you probably need an eye exam because it, be, it could be a variety of different things, um, you know, and it could be retinal problems. It could just be that you need a new glasses prescription. You know, cataracts are a common cause, and the older you get, the more common that is. But I think in general, the, the, the message is, is that blurry vision or a change in vision uh, is not normal. So, you know, you should go in and see an eye doctor and, and, and let them make sure that nothing else is going on, and especially nothing that's easily correctable like a cataract. Mm -hmm. Is everyone going to get cataracts as, as they get older? Yep. It is, everybody gets cataracts. It's a reward for birthdays. You know, so as we get older, we have these lens changes. Now, not everybody needs cataract surgery, you know, and so, it, you know, we do cataract surgery for one of a couple of reasons. You know, number one, you can't see well enough to get your driver's license. You know, well, you have an option, either stop driving or have cataract surgery. Um, or number two, when the quality of life issues, like Jerry was saying, get to the point where those symptoms are affecting you every day, it's time to have cataract surgery. Now, some patients, the cataracts don't affect them. Their vision's still good enough to drive. And if their eyes aren't bothering them, they're not bothering us. And so if they don't need cataract surgery, then you know, we just watch them. But everybody does develop cataracts. Mm -hmm. Okay, it's just a matter of, of how much it affects your quality mm -hmm. of life. Yeah. yeah, yeah, people ask all the time, you know, do, <clears throat> when do I need to have this done? Well, in the most cases, you need to have it done whenever you, it's bothering you. Yeah. So cataract surgery is never an emergency. You're not gonna die if you don't have it. Um, and I think that we the, the threshold for doing it has gone down over time as the quality of the surgery has gotten better. You know, 30 years ago when you had to sandbag someone's head, put them in the hospital for a week and put six or seven stitches in the eye to do cataract surgery and put them in a fake spectacles, this is probably really 40 years ago, uh, which were big thick glasses because you took the natural lens out and you replaced that focusing power with nothing. Now we've refined the ability to replace it with very precise optics like the light adjustable lens and the pan optics, those are good examples. But, you know, in the old days of cataract surgery, it was, it was pretty scary, so you wanted to wait till the cataract got really bad before you undertook that risk. And now that the results have gotten better and the risk has gotten less, the threshold for doing it continues to get lower. Mm -hmm. So will Jerry have to have another surgery or is he, is he good to go? He should be good to go. Yeah. 
okay. high probability. Yeah. You know, the most common thing that people have is a secondary cataract. You may get that at some point. That's just a, a film on the back of the lens implant. I think the rate of that may be a little bit lower in my experience so far with a light adjustable lens than it is with other lenses for some technical reasons. But th that's something we do in the office. It takes one minute. It's probably the safest procedure in the history of ophthalmology. And so if that ever happens, and the thing you would notice is that um, you know your vision was perfect right afterwards. It becomes not quite as perfect slowly over time. And then we can just laser that film off in the office and, and take it back to as good or better than it was right after surgery. So that's very common. Mm -hmm. Well, this has been really eye-opening. <laughs> no, 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 no pun intended. You guys are, are great. And um, yeah, it's, an, it's important to take care of your eyes and, and know all about cataracts, especially since we'll all eventually get those. Yeah, so go ahead and take care of it. Uh, don't wait. Go for it. Uh, it's what I would recommend to everyone. Yeah. Um, you know, they can. It, it's a. It's not a long process, and like I was saying, it's it's painless. So, I would say do it and just improve your life and your vision. Yeah. You know, I was thinking. You know, my feelings aren't too hurt that Shelby did your cataract surgery because you did let me take you for an airplane ride <laughs> oh about gosh. twenty years ago yeah. when I was flying air shows on an aerobatic oh flight like about twenty years ago. It was probably I'm twenty not years sure ago. He was even twenty years old. Oh I'm probably twenty two. Crazy stuff <laughs> up in the sky. It was a lifetime so you're ago. A pilot too. Yeah, yeah. In my spare time, I'll see if I can resurrect that video. I think I've got it somewhere. Okay. Okay, we'll have to bring it on the show yeah. next time. <laughs> <laughs> it was well, pretty thank wild. You, thank you for sharing that, <laughs> and thank you for uh, you know sharing your I'm patient testimonial. I'm glad too. to. I just encourage everybody to do the same. We better yeah. plug the website right quick. It's thecataractsurgeons.com. Check it out. More good, info. good deal. And uh, you guys are great. Thanks for thanks for being on so much. And uh, yeah, talking about cataracts, it's important to share this information today. Yeah, hit the phone numbers through. right quick. Yeah, I'm, do I'm that. I'm two one two five nine zero one at Wilson South and Dr. Shelby. 212-3937 at uh, Piermont uh, Portico, and then 212-2020, you can reach our North Clinic. All right, and that'll do it for us here on Healthline 3. Have a great day.